All right, well, welcome to Answer the Call. I'm your host, Kelsey Kemp. I'm an ex-tech consultant turned career coach, podcaster, and speaker, helping Christians discern their unique calling and create a career that's aligned with it so you could be as faithful and impactful as possible with the decades of work ahead. So here at Answer the Call, we gather around a new topic each Tuesday to help you gain clarity and confidence on what you're specifically called to do with your career and smart strategies to actually help you accomplish it. So I have an announcement before we get into the meat, the beef. What? Why do I say those things? The beef on this episode? I don't eat beef, but (laughs) whatever. You know what I mean. I feel like, what should I say? Like the vegetable on this episode? No, that it will never work. The plant protein? Oh gosh, these vegan jokes are literally horrible and they sound scripted, but I promise I am cringing as hard as you are that this is spontaneously coming out of my mouth. But anyway, (laughs) my announcement is that I'm going to be kicking off a new shindig around here every week with all our new episodes. I am going to be doing an Answer the Call community spotlight in which I am going to be giving one of you a shout out each week. So someone different each week is what I mean. (laughs) I don't know if that sounded like I'm going to talk about you specifically every week for the future of the podcast. Like, no, that's not what I mean. But anyway, I want to give each of you a shout out. So leave a review and let me know what you're doing to make progress towards finding and fulfilling your calling. And I would love to give you a shout out on the podcast and on Instagram to help celebrate you and encourage others who are wanting to believe that their careers can be more than just a means to an end. Because the reality is our careers can be purposeful and impactful endeavors that glorify God and build up his creation. So incredible things. Um, And I just want to have this spotlight as an encouragement to show you what some of y'all are doing um, with this inspiration and impetus to go out and find your calling and do something about it in your work. So here are the quick, easy steps for you to be considered for the spotlight of the week. So two things. One, leave a review mentioning your favorite episode, your, um, (laughs) the podcast, I mean this one, (laughs) of course, but your favorite episode and how the podcast has impacted you and what you're up to in the pursuit of your calling and your Instagram handle. Um, then the second step is screenshot your review and message it to me on Instagram so I can make sure I don't miss it amongst all the different podcast platforms that you could leave a review on because I don't get any notification or anything. And there's, I think, 10 different platforms that this podcast is distributed to. Um, And so I don't want to lose track of it. And all platforms um, are important and mean a lot to me. It's not just iTunes. (laughs) So wherever you listen, um, this applies to you. So like I said, one, leave a review, two, screenshot your review and message it to me on Instagram so I make sure that I catch it. So that is it, just those two quick steps um, so I could learn a little bit more about your career journey and what you're up to in regards to fulfilling your calling. And I cannot wait to hear about the work God is doing 
and your life and calling you to and what you're doing to accomplish that calling that you have received. I hope that highlighting these stories brings glory to God as we celebrate what he's doing in your life and career. And I also hope that this serves as just an absolutely enormous (laughs) source of encouragement and inspiration to our community of listeners who are trying to be faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled in our careers. So to kick things off (laughs) with our first spotlight, um, I am going to spotlight my friend Matthew Gatozzi, a pal here in Austin. He is a longtime supporter and listener of the podcast. And more importantly, he is the founder of the Gatozzi Collective, his own creative agency, helping businesses market themselves through creative storytelling via powerful photos, videos, web design, branding, and more. Um, And his favorite podcast episode is actually episode 23, which is my interview with my friend Andrew Winker, which was all about what it's like um, being called to a corporate career and how to find genuine purpose and joy in all work, including the exciting stuff and the mundane stuff. So Matt loved this episode because of Andrew's powerful perspective on the purpose and dignity in being diligent, humble, and service-oriented in his approach to work. And this inspired Matt to find passion in the mundane and to make an impact with everything that he's been given right now, the tasks right in front of us and the spheres of influence already around us um, to go and impact. And Matt's mission is really to help others live a more conscious, thoughtful life. And he does this through the opportunities and relationships his work as an agency owner, photographer, and videographer provides as he works so closely with really, honestly, influential people and businesses. So go check out some of his really inspiring work I am such a fan of. Um, And go show him some love as your fellow answer the call community member. Um, You could do that by heading over to his website, www.gatozicollective.com. And Gatozi is spelled G-A-T-T-O-Z-Z-I. So the Gatozi, wait, just not the www.gatozicollective.com or on Instagram at the Gatozi Collective. So go at it. It's great stuff. And I'm so excited to hear what more of you guys are doing so we can celebrate that together. So today's podcast topic is all about getting our thoughts and terms straight on some crucial aspects of your personal attributes. We are going to be talking about the exact difference between skills, strengths, talents, and gifts. (laughs) You might be thinking, Kelsey, these are just words. I feel like I generally know what they're all about and what they mean. So why does it matter that we get the definitions and the differences straight? Glad you asked, because I get it. I get it. But I really have to say, (laughs) one thing I've observed in my career coaching practice is that precision of terms and meanings and the meanings that those terms hold actually represents oftentimes the level of internal clarity and sense of direction that someone has or can achieve. So the inner world kind of uh, dictates opportunities and limits that we might perceive on ourselves. And so to expand our perspective, um, this is really important to 
really get clear on what we mean by our words and what they represent, especially when it is in terms of personal attributes. So if that wasn't clear, here's what I really mean. The sooner we move away from ambiguous, interchangeable terms to describe ourselves, the sooner we get clearer on exactly who we are and what we have to offer. And that kind of personal clarity can lead to anything from landing job offers due to being an excellent communicator of your strengths to just understanding what job you're best suited for in the first place. <laughs> so clarity, direction, confidence, communication, these have such an enormous impact in our lives. And it really starts with getting clear in on the inside, in your mind, using terms with precision and discovering what they mean. So we're going to talk about this today because your life will change <laughs> as a result of moving from thinking, oh, like I'm just, uh, I'm a good problem solver to grasping with conviction. Like, ah, I actually have a knack for depth of analysis and putting it together, even quantifying things in a way that people understand or moving from, oh, well, I'm a good communicator to grasping again with conviction that no, I'm not just a good communicator. I actually more specifically have a knack for picking up what someone is really feeling or sensing the elephant in the room that no one's willing to talk about and then breaking the ice with compassionate and engaging words. That kind of specificity changes things, let me tell you. So, um, I mean, anything from when I mean what I mean by like changing things, it, it can lead to such confidence and communication of value that directs you to the right opportunities and opens doors so you can maximize the impact and fulfillment that you have in your career as a result of operating in your zone of genius. But before we get to zone of genius, which is kind of a, a future episode topic that um, I'll do on its own in the future to go deeper into that, you have to first understand how to break down the building blocks that lead you there. So in this episode, I have boiled down the nitty gritty research and findings from my own career coaching practice. So you could learn how to parse out your true gifts and talents from your developed skills and strengths. So note that I will be speaking to a mixture of technical and cultural descriptions based on the studies uh, on studies of uh, personal development materials and psychology, uh, psychological research to give meaningful, distinct descriptions for skills, strengths, talents, and gifts. Um, but I will honestly tell you, you could go look at this for yourself. If you're Googling a comparison of these four commonly referred to uh, personal terms of personal attributes, you will not find a comprehensive, um, I guess, uh, article or anything, or at least I haven't in the months that I've researched this, um, or months since I've researched this. I'm not telling you that I've literally spent like 40 hour work weeks researching this for months on end. But I, I definitely put in, honestly, at least like 12 hours of like putting all this together thoughtfully and into programs that I do just because I realized honestly um this is not something that's really studied or um 
put together in a thoughtful and comprehensive way comparing all four of these terms. So I uh, hope and I know that this will be helpful to you. Anyway, um, first, I'll go through what each of these terms really mean. And then at the end, I'll give you the exact questions to ask yourself to discover what your skills, strengths, talents, and gifts really are. So sound good? All right, diving in. I found that skills and talents are honestly the two terms that have the most concrete technical definitions and people typically understand what these mean. Um, but it gets fuzzy when we start talking about strengths and gifts and we use a lot of these interchangeably without um, knowing what they really mean. So we'll start with skills and talents since those are the clearest. Um, so skills. A skill is a developed ability to execute a task competently through study and practice. So the thing to note here is with skills, anyone can develop a skill through enough education and practice until they get to the level of competence or proficiency that they want or need. Um, and, you know, you could even develop a skill into an expertise if you go at it long enough. Like, really, the whole point in talking about a skill is it's defined by the effort that you put into it. You don't have to have a natural knack for anything to get a skill. Um, so talent, a talent though, is a natural aptitude to learn and excel quickly. I really appreciated this scientific and more measurable definition from Angela Duckworth of the University of Pennsylvania. She said, a talent is the rate at which you get better with effort. And culturally, we typically assign the word talent to people exhibiting a natural intelligence or athleticism, whether that's mental or physical in nature, as they excel in their craft. And But there's two things that you really need to know about talents. The first is that talents are innate and they cannot be developed, only discovered and utilized. So <laughs> number two is really feeding into that. Talents may not be expressed fully or at all unless you find the activity that reveals that natural aptitude. Um, so like if who, <laughs> who knows if maybe I have um, a talent for, oh, what's something I haven't tried? Um, what should I pick? Man, I should have thought of an example. Uh, who knows? Maybe I have a talent for football, but <laughs> I've never tried to play football to my uh, to my knowledge and memory. Um, so, and if I didn't try it out, I would never know if I'm good at it or not. I'm sure that makes sense to you. So that's kind of something that is a little intimidating. I don't know about you, but I'm like, whoa, I, maybe I have, maybe some uh, people in personal development are really right that like all of us have Michael Jordan level talent at something, but we need to go out and find what it is. So this is where maybe this is just a lesson in go out, try things, test it out and uh, believe that you really do have a natural talent if that has not already been made apparent already. So that's uh, the lowdown on skills and talents. And just to summarize so far, a skill is a developed ability and a talent is a natural or innate ability. Um, and so moving on to the more ambiguous, but don't worry, like I've made it clear, 
terms, um, strengths and gifts. So first, strengths. A strength is the combination of knowledge, skills, practice, and talent combined to create an ability to accomplish a specific type of task with greater measure of power, force, vigor, numbers, potency, or effectiveness than is common. That was like kind of a lot of words. Basically, um, to boil that down, a strength is a talent, which is basically a strong potential or natural aptitude, refined to a level of consistent excellence through the development of complementary skills and knowledge. So, a strength is actually a more comprehensive and useful um, attribute for accomplishing your overarching goals than, say, a talent. Um, but it's crucial that you first understand your natural talents that you want to develop into a full-fledged strength that utilizes the best of your potential. Because otherwise, it's really just focusing on, uh, okay, maybe, let's say, for whatever reason, I want to get become uh, really excellent at golfing. I might have, actually, I could tell you I have no <laughs> natural talent I've tried. Um, and But let's say, like, for some reason, I just really want to get good at it. I'm going to have to use so much just, like, brute force strength and um, diligence to uh, develop that just through practice and study um, from a skill all the way through to an expertise, which is not bad if that's what I want for my life. Not bad at all. But career-wise um, and kind of seeking to maximize the impact of your life, and there's so much enjoyment and passion that comes along with that, is first looking at your talents. Like, what is your competitive advantage that you were given with? And on a spiritual perspective, what was what was the best ability, the most powerful ability that God entrusted you with, I'm sure to use for his glory. So that's why it's really helpful to consider first looking at your natural talents. What do you pick up really quickly and do excellently, um, just naturally? Um, and then looking at what complementary skills, knowledge, and practice you want to commit to, to develop that into a full-fledged strength that most certainly will be very, very powerful in understanding and using in your career. So to make this super clear, because examples are always helpful, <laughs> here's an example of a strength that I saw all the time growing up uh, training to become a professional ballet dancer. I saw that one can be talented at let's say, expression or artistry in ballet, like maybe quality of movement. But if you don't put in the effort to develop complementary skills and practice, then you won't be able to have the strength, knowledge of the craft, flexibility, and everything else a ballet dancer needs in tandem to become a professional ballet dancer. Um, Another example of a strength is from a Gallup article about the Strengths Finder tests, which some of you might be familiar with already. Um, and a quote from this article is, being drawn towards strangers and enjoying the challenge of making a connection with them are talents. 
Whereas the ability to consistently build a network of supporters who know you and are prepared to help you is a strength because there's a whole lot more that goes into it. You know, it takes practice um, to really fully capitalize on something you're naturally good at until it's something that you could really utilize as a full strength. Another quote from this article is the key to building a fully developed strength is to identify your most dominant talents, then complement them with acquired knowledge, skills, and investment, to my point earlier. Um, so, yeah, identify your talents first and then consider what complementary skills you would like to develop to forge a career making strength. Um, last, I am going to talk about gifts. So, uh, I know culturally we really throw this around probably the most without knowing what we're talking about because people will say, oh, so gifted. Oh my gosh, you're so talented. And really in their minds, they mean the same thing, gifted and talented, um, (laughs) gifted and talented. That's like a school program, lol. Um, but, um, Anyway, they're they're not meant to be used interchangeably, so I'm going to talk about the origin and what they really mean. So, but first, just to back up a little bit, yes, this is where things got confusing when I went through a bunch of research uh, about the term gift, um, and I ultimately found that gifts, in terms of uh, in regards to meaning a personal attribute, primarily come from the Christian tradition and really mean a special ability, aka a talent, given by the Holy Spirit to be used to glorify God and share his love through serving people inside and outside the church with that talent. Um, And like I said, in the secular realm, the term gift or gifted really boils down to mean the same thing as a talent in the way it's culturally used. But it's important to note that they are not intended to mean the same thing. So in sticking with the intended definition of the word gift in regards to personal attributes, a spiritual gift is um, an ability given by the Holy Spirit to be used to build up the Christian community either inside or outside the walls of a church. Um, So a great picture of this is in 1 Peter 4, uh, verses 10 through 11. As each has received a gift, uh, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks of oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. And Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 through 16 gives us a picture of what happens when we exercise our spiritual gifts. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach all unity, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, 
attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head. That is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds himself up itself up in love as each part does its work. So spiritual gifts are the same as talents in that they are both uh, an aptitude to learn and excel at a certain type of task, but they're different in that as you might have picked up, you are born with talents. That's why I say natural talents, but you're reborn with spiritual gifts. And what I mean by reborn is that we receive spiritual gifts when we are reborn in Christ upon belief, repentance, and baptism, as we see in Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 39, which says, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Um, So, talents are to be used to serve the world through our work And spiritual gifts are to be used to build up the Christian community through our work. Abilities really to be used for the temporal versus the eternal, if you see that dichotomy with these two types of attributes. Um, So just this last distinction that I want to make is that a talent can be used for anything, but spiritual gifts are actually defined to be to a specific set of abilities as listed in the Bible. So it's not just like, I have a talent for like golfing or whatever. It's obviously, there's a a defined list of abilities, spiritual gifts um, as listed in the Bible. And you could Google list and there's honestly quite a few opinions and it's debated on what exactly should be included. But honestly, through all of my research, the one that I most agree with and recommend can be found at www.giftstest.com forward slash all gifts. So giftstest.com slash all gifts. So all and all, all and all. No, that's supposed to be all in all because some some person is probably going to call me out on that. Like the same type of person that would be like, did you just say intensive purposes? It's intense and purposes. Holler at me if someone has done that because it's like necessary. Yes, we, let's grow in our uh, specificity of language. Certainly a proponent, but that could be kind of annoying. Anyway, wow, tangent. <laughs> so all in all, <laughs> tangents, wait, tangents, no, talents. Gosh, I promise we're back on track. Talents and spiritual gifts are very similar in the way they express themselves, but they differ in origin and in purpose for which they are supposed to be used. And from what I've studied and discovered in my own coaching practice, it's potentially helpful from a personal development and career design perspective to also distinguish a gift from a talent in the following ways. Three ways. One, explore your talents 
as the mental and physical tasks, you have a natural aptitude to quickly develop into a strength with practice and skill. And conversely, look at your gifts or your gift uh, as a spontaneously expressed quality or trait, potentially seen as related to things that you have a strong, accurate intuition about um, or really desire to serve with so that you could serve and uplift others with that thing. So um, then three, um, explore distinguishing talents and gifts um, in terms of relating strongly to uh, a spiritual, sorry, <laughs> let me be clear, a spiritual gift Maybe explore that in which it relates strongly to what you might have a strong sense of calling to do, like what you really want to accomplish or serve with. So still close in nature, but a talent is seen more as tasks you're wonderful at and gifts are seen more as qualities that you use to make a special contribution or impact on others. Um, so yes, gifts are very similar to talents, but just think of it more in the to be used for the good of others terms, uh, which definitely is um, influenced by its origin, uh, its biblical origin um, in Christianity. So that was that was a whole lot of stuff. Uh, who wants a summary? Just show of hands. I'm going to pretend that there's a little room of you with, a, I don't know, all these raised hands. So um, I'm going to put all this into shorthand notes. Here's what you learned. Um, a skill is a developed ability to execute a task competently through study and practice. A talent is a natural aptitude to learn and excel quickly. A strength is the combination of knowledge, skills, practice, and talent combined to create an ability to accomplish a specific type of task with a greater measure of effectiveness than is common. And finally, gifts are spiritually endowed abilities to be used to serve others and build up the Christian community. All right, there is the lowdown on all that stuff. But let me be clear, I didn't record this podcast so you could learn how to properly assign dictionary terms to other people's attributes. Because like the truth is, if you want to say something nice about someone like, oh, they're great at singing, I don't think it matters if you say that they're skilled, talented, strong, or even like a gifted singer. Say whatever you want. Like a nice word is a nice word, so whatever. But the real benefit and why I'm talking about this is that understanding these terms, um, are so powerful in helping you discover and weigh the importance of your own personal attributes and how to use them. So now that you know what these attributes really mean, it will be incredibly beneficial to sit down and reflect on the following questions. One, for your skills. Ask yourself, what are my developed competencies? Like, what through practice have I become good at? <laughs> um, then for your talents, ask yourself, what am I quick to learn or naturally good at? For strengths, ask yourself, what natural abilities have I developed into zones of excellence? And then finally, for spiritual gifts, a couple things. First, I would recommend that you review the list of spiritual gifts, such as the one you could find on www.giftstest.com forward slash all gifts that I mentioned before. 
Um, and you could study each of these gifts and how they operate uh, in the Bible. And then ask yourself, which one, and by the way, that might seem kind of overwhelming. The list that you could find on that website I mentioned has the scriptural references, which I really appreciate. Um, so it makes it a lot easier. So study how each of those gifts operate in the Bible and then ask yourself, which one or ones uh, resonate with me the most? And ask yourself also, like, how do I naturally and effectively minister to others? You could also, in regards to spiritual gifts, explore what do I just naturally desire to do to help and serve and build up others. So there you go. That is it. That is the lowdown <laughs> on all of these attributes, meaning skills, strengths, talents, and gifts. Um, and I know that diving into these terms and what these attributes represent for you will help you better apply yourself to your career so you could be impactful and it could be a really enjoyable career for you to operate in as you're able to excel in it by strategically focusing on applying effort to your talents so they become strengths and creating more space to express your spiritual giftings along the way so you could feel a lot of purpose in the services that you give to build up others so um, if you'd like to be celebrated in the next Answer the Call community spotlight, or if you'd just like to express a few kind words in appreciation of the podcast, don't forget to take the following two simple steps. One, leave a review on the homepage of this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, mentioning a few things, your favorite episode, how the podcast has impacted you, what you're up to, and the pursuit of your calling. Like, it you don't have to have this full-fledged business or be an entrepreneur like Matt is. Um, we have so much to celebrate. If you can even just say, you know what? I figured out that I, I really feel called to move from teaching to maybe start an Etsy shop. And I'm starting to make that happen. I'm, I'm starting to create my stuff and like I created my Etsy profile. There is so much to celebrate in that. Or even just if you moved from being really defeated to having some hope, or if you are like, you know, I'm starting to feel a lot more clear and I was encouraged that I at least have a grasp on my talents. Or if you listen to the episode on values. Every little step is worth celebrating. So just let us know what you're up to and where you're at um, in terms of milestones and the pursuit of fulfilling your unique calling in your career. Um, and then lastly, in that review, feel free to include your Instagram handle. I would just love to be able to reach out and personally thank you. Um, so um, that is first step, just leave a review with a couple of those things that I mentioned. And then two, screenshot your review and message it to me on Instagram. So I make sure that I don't miss it amongst all the different podcasting platforms that you could possibly leave a review on. So um, finally, I just want to say if you're like, sheesh, Kelsey, I wish that I had progress to report on finding and following my calling in my career, but I honestly, I don't, I don't feel like I do. I want to say that is okay, <laughs> but don't lose sight of the fact that there are resources available to you and steps you could take to be well on your way to flourishing in the career to which you are called. You don't have to stay stuck. 
and I could confidently say that my deep dive private career coaching program is one of the most powerful strategically designed resources available to Christians wanting to be as faithful and impactful as possible with their career. So if you're interested in learning more, go to my website, kelseykemp.com and go to the one-on-one coaching page to see all the details of the transformation you could receive as a result of working with me. And on that page, you'll also be able to answer a, just like click the apply for a free consultation and you'll just answer a few quick questions to apply for a free 30 minute consultation with me over a fun face-to-face Zoom call. So it could feel like meeting up in person wherever you're at in the world um literally wherever you're at (laughs) because i am currently working with someone in australia and it is so fun but uh trust me you'll be so glad that you did so until next time i hope that you have a wonderful week adios until next time